And welcome back to the Conservative Atheist Podcast. I'm your host, the Conservative Atheist, and I'm joined, as usual, by my co-host... Brad later. Hey, guys. And today's title is The Worst Comedian in the World. I did a little teaser the last episode. Today we're going to reveal who that is. He's a man by the name of Tom Myers. He is literally the worst comedian in the world. His comedy is brutal. It's brutal. It's, it's like watching paint dry it's the comedy version of watching paint dry it's absolutely cringe and i don't like to use the word cringe but i don't think anything else describes him better so we tried to get him to get to come on the show and uh much to our chagrin uh he refused he, he kind of said he might and then he you know him and hawed around and then eventually he said no and so we tried to wait because we definitely wanted to come him to come on the show because we want to, you know, interview him <laughs> and all that would have entailed. But he was smart enough to uh, to, uh, you know, dodge that bullet. But he can't keep us from still talking about him, still reviewing his comedy. So we have several comedy clips today. And we're, we're just going to talk about his lack of uh, sense of humor. And the fact that he thinks he's funny and he's been doing this for years now and he just he doesn't seem to be self-aware whatsoever. Um, so it's unfortunate for him, but it's going to be hilarious for us. All right. Brighter later. Did you have anything to say about Tom Myers before we start the clips? Yeah, he definitely seems to be one of those people that's uh, funny in the funny in a way they don't, they don't actually want to be funny. They're just incredibly inadvertently funny or rather funny when people are making fun of them, but not actually funny in what they, in the ways they intend. Yeah, he's funny in a in in a, in a uh, brutal, hard to look at, hard to listen to, funny. Very awkward. Very it just he tells jokes, and and a lot of those jokes just get silence. Right. And he doesn't he doesn't seem to catch the clue, and the fact that he's got those weird googly eyes that looks like one eye is trying to get away from the other one doesn't help anything, and that giant receding hairline. <laughs> <laughs> His jokes are so goddamn bad that his hair's trying to get away from his mouth. Okay, go ahead and play the first clip. Clap, clap for Tom Meyer. Oh, pause. Yeah. So yeah, we have uh, we have the uh, we have <laughs> I don't know who the guy is, but we have uh, yeah RuPaul or somebody RuPaul like interview introducing uh, Tom Myers. So that that's kind of funny, funny and a little little. Uh, a little gross at the same time. Okay, go ahead. Thank you so much. Uh, so I am from uh, I am from a place called Maryland. Our area is known as the DMV, which stands for DC, Maryland, and Virginia. It's a little confusing everywhere else because DMV stands for Department of Motor Vehicles. So it's quite ironic that in our DMV, nobody knows how to fucking drive. <laughs> okay, how the fuck does that make any sense? It's not ironic. It's not ironic. I, I, it's, it's a coincidence, but it's not ironic that it's DMV unless, unless the DMV stood for Department of Motor Vehicles, but it doesn't. All right. So how the fuck is that ironic? He doesn't even know what ironic means. Who was that one dingbat that, uh, that wrote, uh, isn't it, uh, isn't it ironic? Oh, Alanis Morissette. Oh my God. Every, every example that bitch gave in her song was not an example of ir irony. Yeah, well, I think people are so goddamn stupid. Yeah, you think somebody would have spoke up and said something to her about it? Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ! 
So this fucking moron. Oh yeah, it's funny. There's DMV and but nobody in Maryland can drive. <laughs> and then he, some fucking chick that sounds like Fran Drescher, is laughing in the background. <laughs> God help me. Yeah, that was right. that was one hell of a contrived laugh. I, I should say that I, I found that. Uh, one of the things I've always found interesting is that uh, for some reason, women just love to laugh. It's like a defense mechanism, or maybe not as much a defense mechanism as it's just a, something they do to, I don't know, maybe be cordial. Laugh and, and smile. Just do fake. Yeah, it's, a, it's a psychological yeah. thing. It's, it's the constant smiling. You, even a lot of times they'll have a smirk on their face. Have you ever heard, had heard somebody say that some guy has a gay smirk? No, I and what? Yeah. Okay. So there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's, it's known that a lot of gay guys will walk around and they'll have this like sissified smirk on their face. Women have it. And it's, it's a, it's a sign of submission. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that, uh, I guess some being somewhat funny or saying funny things in my life, you can tell when a woman's a uh, fake laughing and when she's actually laughing. And it seems like Tom Myers doesn't actually get that. <laughs> he just laughs. It's a, if he gets a laugh, he's, it's all the affirmation he needs whether or not he realized it's a fake laugh or it's a genuine one, you know? So, so this is audio. You can't see it, but when, when they don't laugh, he rocks back in his chair and he laughs himself. First he looks awkward and then he rocks back in the chair and he kind of laughs to himself. Yeah. Okay. Play the next clip. Well, after every clip, just pause and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. But yeah, it's, this is going to be brutal. So everybody locked themselves in. We've got, this is a zoom call where there's a bunch of comedians telling jokes to each other on zoom. And then we have some stand-up material of his where he actually goes to a club. It's, uh, it's really interesting. In Maryland, more, the more accidents are caused by distracted driving. Found that out recently. And most distracted driving cases are people going on their Waze app to report the previous accidents cleared up. All right. That struck a, that struck a nerve <laughs> in some people. All righty. All right. Yeah. yeah, that didn't strike a nerve. Nobody laughed because it wasn't fucking funny. <laughs> Why would it strike a nerve? Most people don't even live in Maryland. Yeah. Well, yeah the, the other people that are on Zoom with him do not live in Maryland. Yeah. So why the fuck, why the fuck would it strike a nerve? Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because you are you could tell that, once again, he's trying to get, like, affirmation. He's like, oh, well, I guess that struck a – it seems like when he's saying struck a nerve, it's supposed to be, like, a defense mechanism to say, oh, well, they're they're not laughing because uh, they're upset about this or something, and that's supposed to – Yeah, they're so shocked. They're so offended that they're not – you know, it's really touched – it really hit him deep. Yeah, so I guess what's it, it, just the jokes seem to be something like uh, the majority of jokes come from distracted driving because it's uh, they report accidents. It doesn't even make sense. Such you know? a, he's such a fucking moron, and how he thinks he's funny, I, I just can't wrap my mind around it. There's so many goddamn morons in the world, but he's got to be on the top of the list. Yeah, well, the other thing that's great about these two is that uh, he thinks that he thinks that everything he says it's not even as much that it's funny; it's that it's also very clever. You know. Yeah, can you imagine going to a club? He, this guy, you know what? I wouldn't put up with this fucking guy. You know, you know how we uh, did Shuli, and I said, well, you know, if if it was a, uh, I wouldn't pay to see Shuli, and if I did, I'd ask for my money back. But if I went to like a, just a club and the, and they had like an open mic night, and he was some jackass that got up there and told jokes while I was sitting there, and you know, it was just like background distraction noise. That'd be fine. Yeah. So I wouldn't even put up with that with this guy at all. If I went in and he and it was open mic night and Tom Myers went up there, I would, I would fucking, I, I would heckle the shit out of him till he cried his ass off the stage. 
I think that wouldn't be that hard, actually. I don't think it would either. I've seen him. I would I would heckle him till he literally curled up into the fetal position, and they had to they had to they had to drag him off the stage by his goddamn ankles. <sighs> that would be funny. That would be funny. That would be the funniest part of his, his act. We should team up. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I, I apologize in advance. I'm in a bit of a weird mood today. Uh, my neighbor was arrested uh, this morning. He was arrested for improper use of an aerosolized disinfectant. Turns out it couldn't cover up the smell of the dead bodies in his basement. <laughs> but at least now we know what happened to his wife and kids. <laughs> in my neighborhood, there's a, a sign that says Senior Citizen Crossing. That's a stupid sign to put up. Senior citizens do a lot less damage to the front of your car than deer. Jesus Christ. It's just dry and brutal. There's nothing funny about it. Now we know what happened to his wife and kids. Okay. I like, I, 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 it's, it's difficult to even know how to comment on something like that. It's, it's just so fucking stupid. It's, it's, I mean, I don't care how brutal you get as long as you're funny, but this guy is just not funny. <laughs> what I thought was kind of... It would, he, he tries to make these jokes clever to where they follow, but that one didn't even follow because he's like, oh, well, he was arrested for, I guess, uh, using for breeze wrong or something. And he's like, well, that's because it didn't it wasn't work. It didn't work well enough to where because uh, it didn't hide the stench of the dead bodies. And I'm like, well, that, that wouldn't really make sense because the whole point you, you set it up as if uh, he got arrested because the Febreze thing smelled bad or something, you know, or you used it. There's, as there's just nothing about the fucking joke that makes sense. Yeah, but he tries to like connect it to where it sounds clever, and that one's not even doesn't even connect at all or follow. Like the other ones, somewhat follow, but they're just stupid. This one doesn't even follow. Yeah, as much as Shuley sucks, Tom Myers. Have you ever heard somebody tell jokes where they're so goddamn bad that you actually you, you feel like you want to get up and slap the shit out of them? Right. It very rarely, very rarely does that come over me. But holy fuck, this guy's bad. Yeah. Well, he, he, should... doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't have a clever bone in his goddamn body. Yeah. Well, surely he just leans into like hackiness that uh, ten million people tell, you know, and that's what yeah. makes him funny, which is still stupid. But he hasn't even like like this guy hasn't even reached that level of awareness to where he just realizes I can't be funny at anything else. So just leaning into hackiness. He thinks he's just funny saying these these, I guess, his jokes, which he views as clever, but they're they're neither of each, you know. It's brutal. Okay, go ahead and play the next clip. Uh, I have a cat. I have a cat. He's getting up there in age. He's 16 years old. And having a cat at that age is a bit like having an uninhibited roommate who, after he goes to the bathroom, wipes his butt on your carpet and leaves a skid mark. And then is proud to display to you that his butthole is an Audi. Nice. <laughs> I just call him a cat. I don't call him an emotional support pet. I think that's a stupid name. Like, it used to be called seeing eye dogs. Like, I could understand getting rid of that term. Then they were called service dogs, which I thought was a pretty cool name. And then all of a sudden, they changed them to emotional support dogs. People say, what do you do with an emotional support dog? And I say, same as any other dog. Depends on how drunk you get. Yeah, the only part of that joke that I can imagine is I could actually see this guy fucking a dog. That 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 is uh, you know that's almost like a Seinfeld joke with, with, for this guy, 
you know, where it's true. Why, and that's why it's funny. It's, it's not funny, but I think, I think there's a good chance that he's the type of person that would fuck a dog. Yeah, maybe it wasn't as much that he was trying to say find something totally outlandish. Maybe that actually he thinks that's actually realistic. Fuck the dog. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah, maybe that's the problem. And, and going back to that last joke he told about uh, old people don't cause the same amount of damage to the front of your car as a deer does. Okay. <laughs> Waiting for the funny. Okay. Go ahead and hit the next clip. Um, Jeff Bezos was in the news recently. Everybody was giving him shit because that penis-shaped rocket of his only stayed up for 11 minutes. I can tell you with my significant other, like 11 minutes is more than enough for us guys, all right? And the only reason I lasted that long is because I was fantasizing about our best friend. To be fair, though, he was a lot nicer to me. Okay. See how nobody laughs? laughs? He laughs himself afterwards. Nobody laughs. We, we, you know, we know, we know. There's a good chance. Well, it's not even clear. Like, what's supposed to? Like, I think where the people are confused, like, kind of what you're talking about, the, the where they're just trying to be nice or subservient, or it's like the very female thing to fake a laugh. I think they're part of the reason why they're, you're not seeing that is that it's not clear what's supposed to be funny. You know, right? That's they're not even clear where the end of the joke is. Yeah, there's not there's not a clear delineation where the end of the joke's at. It's just he's just talking and then stops. Yeah, and and the j- joke is so vague that it's not even really a joke, and so you're not sure if it's time to laugh yet. And you know you're not a good comedian when the audience has to figure is it time to laugh yet. Yeah, if we have to figure out when it's time to laugh, then you're not funny. Right. Well, I think like kind of comparing it to most stand up is that if you see a good joke, it's just supposed to like put a weird kind of spin on it to where something seemingly similar to something you just didn't see it coming but it still kind of makes sense and people try to replicate that but it's like people like him they try to replicate like, like surely tried to do it too but his idea was something like oh what did my daughter say my daughter realized i was a stand-up and she had a joke she's like what happened to bucket flips and pussy fart you know it's like like you want to say something clever but it just doesn't follow at all you know like you want to follow yeah, yeah that that's almost as dumb as tom myers that's Tom Myers' level of uh, Tom Myers. Believe it or not, is actually worse than that, which is hard to say. Which it's 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 a, it's a that's that's really hard to accomplish. But because that's right on the verge of being Tom Myers. Yeah. But if if you look at all these jokes, like when you when you tell he's like actually at the end, and you could tell he kind of once again kind of puts his head back and kind of uh, disbelief that they're not laughing, trying to get affirmation, then they'll start laughing. You know. Right. Like there, there is you. They're signified that uh, okay. Well, I'm done with this joke. And come on, I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, guys. It's funny, isn't it? Funny? Are you sure it's not funny? It felt funny to me. Yeah. I, I love when he gets his face. You'll see that on, on his uh, stand-up comedy and on the stage, his face gets all awkward. <laughs> okay. Up a uh, up. Uh, page on a particular mammal you click on the name of the mammal and it tells you how to pronounce it pretty good concept right except they had a donkey in this program but they didn't call it a donkey they called it an ass (laughs) so did you know that there is a mammal called a dick dick (laughs) it's true it's a species of antelope that resides primarily like in africa so 
Where else? That doesn't even make any goddamn sense. Where else? Are there crazy named animals? Is, is, is Africa just some wild and crazy place with all kinds of unusual crazy shit? Right. I could see maybe Australia. They've got fucking kangaroos and goddamn, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff in Australia. But what the fuck are you talking about Africa? Where else? She's, she's screaming where else? You know, like it's just a running joke about all the crazy named animals in Africa. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> where else? <laughs> these, people, these people are goddamn brain dead. Yeah, I think that signifies probably that she's as retarded as he is. Like, this is something I find with stand-up comics where maybe it's more just kind of hacky stuff and they just have to lean into that because that's the only way they can be funny. But they, they seemingly just think of something ridiculous and then they keep they keep putting an emphasis on it. And they're like, oh, well, there's a the animal called shit shit. Yeah, where, where else is there a shit shit, you know, or whatever it was. Dick, like, dick, dick. Yeah, dick, dick. Yeah. It, I, I don't it gets again where he brings up a joke and he's like, he's like, you know, it's really convenient. They tell you how to pronounce the names of animals. And I'm like, uh, I, I don't really think of that. <laughs> and then she's like, but they call the, whatever that animal an ass, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they called a, a, a donkey an ass. Well, yeah, that's, that's the, that's the, one of the names for it. Yeah. And, and supposedly that's supposed to be uh, confusing because you gave it, you give it to, I guess, looking at all its names, that's like a, a weird name to have. So. Oh, oh yes. It's, it, you know, some people call people's behinds an ass. Oh, like the only no. funny, the only funny version of that of a joke like that is like a like the weird naming of animals is something like a, I I always think the Dumb and Dumber thing where they're like yeah we had a bulldog and a Shih Tzu trying to impress the women as a breed or that they work as a breeder and she's like yeah we called it a bullshit I'm like okay that's kind of funny but I don't think there's much else that you can really think to make funny about that you know just playing yeah. animals' names okay play that he's he's got some follow up to this thirty. You get like 30 public middle schoolers in one library. They go, ass, dick, 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 ass, ass, dick, 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 ass, ass, dick, 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 ass, ass, dick, 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 ass, dick, 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 We were the first and last class to ever use that fucking program. Because we started incorporating into our conversations, you know, like, hey, Principal Bauer can suck my dick, dick. No. <laughs> hey, you know Jenny Ramirez in math class? She has a nice ass. Jesus Christ. You know what the problem is? Okay, so I've, I've discovered what the problem is. The problem is he's telling the same goddamn jokes on stage in his comedy act that he told in middle school. Yeah. That's, his, that's his level of humor. His little level of humor is like 12 or 13 years old. Yeah. I thought it was funny because he brought up the point. He's like, oh, well, the problem was they had to get rid of it because we kept using it. And I'm like, no. Well, the real problem is, is that people like you, they think that's still funny. <laughs> you don't realize yeah. it's funny after like 12 or 13, you know? Yeah, you, you, yeah, you're in your late 30s or early 40s, wherever you're at now, and you still think that shit's funny. Yeah. Well, this kind of reminds me of, a, a, God, what's his name? A Nick Mullen, uh one of a, a comment I heard on him that uh, is actually kind of astute is a, uh, he's kind of the most famous, the most famous person to kind of goof on him and kind of the first one. But uh, his joke was, if you look at all his references, they come from like 1992 and 2003, which it, they seem to come from when he was like 10 and 20. And his joke was, or his observation was that seems to be like the, the golden years of his life. So that's yeah. literally all he harkens back to. And I think this kind of uh, shows it where he doesn't really grow out of the time he was like 12, you know? 
Yeah, if you're if you're beyond twelve or thirteen and you think that kind of shit's funny, then you're mentally retarded. <laughs> you are a fucking retard. If you go past the age of twelve or thirteen and you think these jokes are funny, there's something seriously wrong with you. Right. These are the these are the jokes he told back then, and he's still fucking telling them. He's just brutal. He's brutal. He, he I mean, how people let him up on a stage anymore? I have no idea. Can you imagine paying this guy? Can you imagine having a a, a comedy club and letting this jackass go up and do uh, and do comedy? The only you I would you'd have to I just can't imagine him being able to do be on stage and do comedy without fucking chicken wire in front of the stage. <sighs> people, right. people have to throw shit at him. I, I mean, I would. I, I I don't know if I'd throw shit at him, but I would heckle him literally till that fucker cried. Either he'd want to fight me, which I'm a big guy, so he's not going to want to fight me, but or he would just fucking curl up into the fetal position and they would have to lead him out yeah well i think it's probably the case that like uh when he does open mic nights like i'm sure probably at most open nights open mics i'm guessing most of the comedy can just absolutely suck i'm it's probably the case that he's such a level of suck that everyone's like wait what what the fuck did we just see there <laughs> he's just probably oh, and, the if i own the club and he came in i'd be like, be like nope yeah nope just turn your fucking ass around i'd put a sign on the door no tom myers <laughs> And get his like do his face, but use the googly eyes. Right, use those googly eyes. Yeah, so that when you when you move the door, the eyes like flip around inside the inside the uh, the uh, plastic bulbs. <laughs> All right, let's see what this freak has to say. For me too, and we were a bunch of horny middle schoolers. All right, at least I was. I used to redecorate my bedroom ceiling. Yeah, my mom would come in and be like, Mom, do you have a lava lamp on in here? I'm like, it's not a lava lamp. Dick, dick. Yeah. <laughs> now get off my ass. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is the stuff This is the stuff he used to tell. He was 12. 12 or 13 years old. These are the jokes. Yeah. You know, I don't even think it was the case that the 12-year-olds thought this was that funny. You know? Right. This is little kid shit. This is little kid shit, and he thinks it's still funny. Yeah. The other kids were probably like, why, why does he keep saying dick, dick? Yeah. Why, why does he keep saying that? We, yeah, we got you, dick. And yeah. you said dick, dick. You know, I have a feeling his dick, dick is too goddamn small, small to decorate the fucking ceiling. <laughs> Maybe that's part of his problem. Yeah. Well, it's also confusing because he wants to, you get to see how ridiculous the transitions are because he references something about me too. And he's like, we didn't know any better. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I used to shoot cum on my ceiling. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure you did. Like, what's even uh, I, I don't even is that supposed to be like a, a me too thing? Somebody complains that somebody cuts cum on their own shit. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why would that be? Why would that be part of the me too thing? Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe you feel like you have some like weird like uh, I don't know <laughs> relationship with your mom, and that's that's yeah, yeah. Why are you bringing your mom into this? What the fuck? And maybe that's where it becomes an Oedipus. She's like, yeah, it's a lava lamp. Ugh. he's just a sick fuck he's not funny <laughs> you can be as sick a fuck as you want if you're funny if you're funny I don't care tell them whatever jokes you want to tell but they have to be funny that's that's the that's the key ingredient if it's not funny then go fuck yourself and right. he's not funny so he can go fuck himself he literally is the worst comedian in the world I've never I've never heard anybody worse than him so let's move on to I, I he's got a little bit more to say um, apparently, uh, there's some people that are trying to give him advice. There's some people that try to ask advice. Uh, I, I believe the one, I don't believe the other. 
<laughs> but uh, I've been doing comedy for a long time, <laughs> and it's weird because I now run shows live and on Zoom, and uh, it's really weird when you do these Zoom shows because I'll get a lot of younger comics who ask me uh, long after their times about like, do I have time to do one more joke? I'm like, you didn't tell any jokes for the last five minutes, so. <laughs> and they say right back at you. Also, I'll get comics like younger comics who don't know anything about comedy trying to give me advice. I'm like. Dude, I was writing jokes when your parents were thinking about plan B in your ass, all right? Yeah. I was mastering proper joke structure when your dad was chasing your mom with a coat hanger, all right? Trust me, when I know, when I tell you, I know a little bit more about comedy than, than you do, okay? Well, we should say he's partially correct on that, in that uh, I'm sure the dick jokes that he's saying, like dick dick, he was probably thinking of those when he was 10. And uh, he's saying this to like uh, probably kids that are they weren't born when he was ten. So I think to that extent he's correct. Proper joke structure. <laughs> he needs to he needs the shit slapped out of him just for saying that. <clears throat> Proper joke structure, you fucking jackass. Yeah. Well, so imagine how big of a piece of well. Okay, so one, you could say, I mean, I guess we're doing this, but it's kind of mean to, I guess, make somebody, make fun of somebody's act, especially if you're, I guess, I guess, part of their milieu or so, or what have you. But, I mean, once again, you're make, you're saying that someone's act sucks so that they haven't told any jokes in the five minutes and you go on with that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, well, you've been doing this for years and their jokes are probably better than yours. Yeah. Yet you had the fucking balls to say that uh, they, they haven't told any jokes in the last five minutes. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine. I can't imagine the open, open micer that's worse than you. Yeah. E even Pat A. Johnson, as much as Pat A. Johnson sucks, he's, I think he might even be a little bit slightly better than Tom Myers, which is hard to believe because Pat A. Johnson sucks. Yeah. He's Why? fucking horrible. Yeah. Well, when he said that, I initially got like a little bit of anxiety. I'm like, wait, there's a comedian that's worse than you that's trying to get pointers from you. <laughs> <laughs> And they're trying to give, uh, yeah. So, okay, so they, they you know, they, this, some of them try to give him advice. Yeah, they're trying to give you advice because you've been doing this for years and you're fucking horrible. I don't know how much you studied joke structure, but, you know, forget about how you structure the joke. How about making it funny? Joke structure. It, it can be perfectly worded and perfectly timed, but if it's not funny, if the premise is fucking horrible, then get the fuck off the stage and stay off the stage. Yeah. Well, he does the other thing, and obviously we kind of talked about the sh when the Shuli one, but they they always put an emphasis on how long they've been doing it for, as if that actually like confers any esteem on them. Which, <laughs> if you suck this much, it means the exact opposite. It means that how the fuck did how, who the fuck let you do this? You know? How yeah, yeah Shuli, I've been doing this for twenty four years. Yeah, <laughs> we know you have Shuli. Holy fuck. How can you, the balls it takes to get up there and say, I've been doing this for 24 years, knowing how bad you fucking suck. The, your big joke is I, I went to the deli and asked them to cut, uh, instead of cutting provolone, I told them to cut uh, Parmesan thinly sliced. You fucking hack, you fucking moron. And you're going to say, oh, I've been doing this for 24 years. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. 24 wasted years. Yeah. You know, you know, surely, you know, uh, remind me of a, uh, uh... Tom Myers at uh, talking down to a comedian is is what I is what I thought when uh, Shirley was talking down to Stutter and John in regards right. to comedy. You know, like these people are just so oblivious. I'll tell you what's thinly sliced. 
the difference between Shuley and Tom Myers. <laughs> that's what's that. That's that's very thinly sliced. Tom Myers has a little bit of his hairline left, whereas uh, yeah. Shuley, it's that, all gone. Yeah, that that that's paper. That's paper thin difference. Yeah, that's the only thing that's thinly sliced. Right. Yeah, your sense of humor and your ability to tell jokes very thinly sliced. I'm imagining like the comedians. Uh, he has to tell them he's like, "Look, guys, after you do a joke and you don't get a laugh, just lean, tilt your head back a little bit so you seem like you're kind of dismayed by all of it, and then you'll get a big laugh." It, yeah. they find it really funny. Yeah, just lean, just lean back and smirk to yourself. Yeah, for some reason, I only get I only get females laughing to, uh, at my jokes, and it's always the same, like ha ha ha. <laughs> yeah. It's always the same fake, ridiculous, over the top laughter. He's like, I'm imagining him like going to a young stand-up. He's like, when you get that, you know you killed it. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he tells those jokes, I'm lucky. I'm surprised nobody's killed him. Jesus Christ. Brutal. Bru- you hear about people being attacked on the stage. That's one thing I was going to ask him. If he had had the balls to come up to this, come on the show, which I, I, I didn't think he was going to. <clears throat> but if he had actually had the balls to come on the show. I was going to ask, you know, you see people, heard people, uh, stand-up comedians getting attacked on the stage. Have you ever been attacked on the stage? That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. I I could see that. I really could. I could see somebody saying, hey, listen, I'm drunk. I can't take any more of you. You got to (laughs) go. And him getting all indignant. (laughs) Right. Well, I think another interesting thing is he, he obviously leans in on like comedian tropes and he's like, oh, people are so offended. People are so offended and they get so offended by my jokes. And that's I think that's probably one of his uh, defenses when uh, a joke bombs, which is obviously pretty ironic because the only people who laugh at your jokes are females, which obviously are the most likely to get offended. You know, <laughs> like he should kind of connect the dots and be like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. Right. OK, uh, I think we have one more clip of. Yep. Uh... But uh, some younger comics, they'll often text me, you know, ask me for advice. This one comic text, uh, texted me the other day. He said, hey, Tom, what's the quickest way to become famous as a comedian? And I said, say something racist or get accused of sexual assault. What do you expect me to say? Write jokes? No, fuck that shit. Not in 2022, you can't. But uh, I find that the longer I do comedy the more I can relate to female comics, you know, I can sympathize with them because like most female comics, I too am the target of a bunch of racist white incels who talk shit about me on their podcasts. But unlike most female comics, I don't get unsolicited dick pics in my inbox because I ask for them. (laughs) And that's my time. Thank you so much. Yeah, the gay guy really laughed at that one. <clears throat> oh, you asked for him, huh? Well, we'll have to talk about it. We'll have to have, discuss that after the show, Tom. <laughs> yeah, and that's the only part I believe. I believe that he asked for the dick pics. That's the part I believe out of the conversation. Uh, obviously, he's talking about WATP making fun of him and other various people making fun of him. Yeah, nobody's an incel. They just think you suck. You're going to have to suck it up and deal with it. It's, it's just reality. You're not a funny man. Yeah. Well, I thought it was funny when he's like, yeah, I, I can relate to comedians because we're the people that hate them hate me too. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you're both, you have the same common factor. You're both unfunny. Right. <laughs> it's not that hard. People hate shitty comedians. It's not, it's not rocket science. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that's why they don't like him. Uh, I think that's a. Uh, it's, it's funny because uh, it's another thing where I could, to some extent, uh, imagine like a young comic goes up to him because he has some sort of salience, and they're like, "Oh wait, he's just unfunny because, uh, or he gets some sort of salience because he's so bad, people just make shit on him," you know? Right. Which would be like another like a uh, lack of self awareness from him, or lack of awareness. So Shuli was telling this joke of telling no, telling a joke. He was telling the story about how, and I don't want to go through the, I don't want to bring up the other comedians that are involved in the original story, but, but he was saying that he at a club that he works at, you know, a regular club that he is a regular, and when famous people come in, they don't get to bump him. Like sometimes famous people will come in and they'll and they'll bump somebody because they're you know they're going around they just feel like coming in and. And uh, it's part of the privilege of being really famous. And uh, instead of waiting in line to get on stage, they just bump, they just jump in wherever they want to jump in. Right. And, and the management lets them get away with it. So he was saying that he had a club like that. So are you telling me that if Bill Burr came in, <laughs> if fucking Bill Burr came in, you're not going to put Bill Burr on, you're going to put Shuley on, say, hey, you have to go after Shuley. What are you fucking kidding me? You tell me a businessman that has any sense of comedy that owns a comedy club is going to say no to Bill Burr. Right. Dave Chappelle walks in the door. They're like, no, 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 no. This is Shuley's spot. Yeah, Shuley's a, Shuley's a contemporary of them. Shuley's an equal. Yeah, of course. According to Shuley. Yeah. <laughs> and their egos are so... Their egos really do... Tom Myers and Shuley have one big thing in common. Their ego does not match their abilities. Yeah, I, I don't know why they don't team up. They would be a perfect comedy team. Yeah. The Shuley and Tom show. That would be awesome. Right. That'd be awesome for WATP. They would have endless material. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see them like craft jokes together and uh, 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 shoot the shit about the craft and how they uh, write jokes or joke structure. Right. Yeah, I'd like them to write a book on how they, how to do comedy. <laughs> yeah, it'd be another, it would be another Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Be another Martin and uh, and uh, D Martin and uh, oh uh, what's his name? Uh, holy crap! I can't believe I can't remember the guy's name. The guy that everybody in France thinks is funny. Oh, I can't remember. Uh, Jerry Lewis. Oh. Yeah, for some reason everybody you see that's another reason why I don't like France. Everybody in France thinks Jerry Lewis is funny. Jerry Lewis was lame, lame. He was good if you're a little kid. If you're a little kid, he was hilarious. But if you're not a little kid, he wasn't funny. So anyway, at any rate, yeah, I think that'd be a good team up. I think uh, I think a Shuley Tom Myers uh, team up comedy team would be great. Right. I would like to see that happen. I don't think I don't think Shuley's on board, but I really think that'd be a great idea. So uh, okay, so we, we you know we finished up Tom Myers at his Zoom. Uh, comedy where he's he's telling jokes him and other comedians that are a bunch of hacky pieces of shit we didn't play the other it was too big it was too long it was like an almost two hours long so we didn't play the uh we only i, I didn't play all of the jokes we didn't play all of the jokes of uh of uh, tom myers and we didn't play any of the stuff from the other comedians because well first of all none of them are comedians and second of all we didn't have time for it um but they were they're just as shitty if not shittier than uh, than Tom Myers, which is hard to believe. This one British woman is, is was just the fucking worst. But anyway, so 
Next, it's going to be Tom Myers on stage. And he even discusses a little bit. I don't know if I include it in the clips, but he even discusses a little bit about uh, the time he spent on Zoom and how much he loved Zoom. Hello, Black Power, fuck white people, all that good shit. <laughs> hello, Black Power, fuck white people. Yeah, hello, fuck white people, Black Power, and all that good shit. That's hilarious, Tom. Yeah. Okay. On his audience. <laughs> oh, he's being uh, he's being irreverent. He's he's uh, he's being sarcastic. He's a he's a real comedian. Okay, next clip. Uh, I was doing a lot of Zoom shows for a while, and I actually started to like Zoom shows a lot more than live shows because with live shows. There's always a chance I'll say something that upsets or offends people, and afterwards they'll all come up to me afterwards, fight me, kick my ass, you know, occupational hazard in my case. But with Zoom shows, if they want to kick my ass, they have to find out where I live. But even if they do, there's a great chance they'll get taken out by a Maryland driver. <laughs> performing in Baltimore, I have to name drop a fucking stage. Okay. So, again, with the Maryland driver jokes. So, yeah, it, it, absolutely, I believe that part. I believe that he's more comfortable with doing Zoom jokes. Most, most comedians felt stymied by doing Zoom jokes uh, with other comedians just to keep themselves fresh. Most, most comedians felt stymied. At least that's what they said anyway. He loved it of course of course because he's got a bunch of other of his other hack comedian friends that are going to laugh at any of the stupid well for the most part they're going to laugh at any of the stupid shit he does especially that one woman whoever the hell she was and in a real comedy club you hear some people laugh and then there's some jokes where they just sit there and it's just silence and he's you know he's looking all awkward and uh, of course i do believe that there there's a good chance that somebody's going to come up and kick his ass not because they're offended or upset about something he said, but just because he's because people are drinking, and he's not funny. Yeah. So instead of making people laugh, they make him. They make him. He makes them want to hurt him. Yeah. If uh, I think if somebody ever confronted him, I don't think it was over him being offensive. I think it was over him being unfunny. Right. They're confronting you because you're a fucking moron and you can't tell a joke to save your life. Right. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not because they're upset because you told some edgy joke. You're the goddamn edgy joke. If you said, oh shit, at that one, you better strap the fuck in. <laughs> this shit's not getting any nicer. If you said, oh shit, at that one. Yeah, that's one of his warnings he loves to give everybody. He does he did it on Zoom. He does it, he does it on a lot of them. He does the if that if that upsets you, you better strap in. Yeah, no nobody's gonna strap in. Nobody thinks you're that. Nobody's nobody thinks you're just so edgy that they can't take it. Yeah, I I remember seeing a. I mean, once again, I I don't do comedians really do that where they they start off a joke by saying, "Oh, I'm edgy." He's like, "Don't or or this is gonna be really offensive. You better strap in." That just seems I, I, like I, I've heard, I've heard people say it, and and you know what? Sometimes it's funny. If the guy really is, has said some fucking shocking shit and he is funny, sometimes it is funny, but not in this case. Well, 
I, I was going to say that uh, I saw Louis C.K. play at like a small club. I was fortunate enough to do it right after he basically got canceled. And he gave that warning right in the middle of giving a joke about like uh, like incest and anal rape. And I'm like, okay, that might that warning might be kind of warranted. Right. But I'm like, this one, I'm like, what the fuck? You're just trying to drum up the joke. Whereas, I mean, I, I guess my main point is I, I don't think comedians say that to like drum up the joke. I think they actually use it as like a warning. Right. Like a legit warning. I think that they're telling a joke. <laughs> the crowd's like, what the fuck? And they, they do that to calm the crowd down so somebody doesn't go up there and kick their ass. Yeah, the, him, it's the opposite. He just uses it to drum up the club. It's not using used. To, it's not being used to quell the club. Right. It's it's used to to, uh, to hype up the joke, even though it's it's not worth hyping. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that should be one of the tips he gives to young comics. Yeah, no matter it's, what you do. It's clickbait. Yeah. Always use clickbait and always say the jokes are funny. Even yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's clickbait. You better hold on tight. You think that one's bad? Wait till my next thing I say. It's clickbait. It's he knows he sucks and and he's trying to get people to listen. All right. Stuff on the computer. Just go, go play, go to bed. And I'm thinking maybe that's a poor word choice because what if they get older and let's say by the time they get old enough to start discovering the world, I'm not doing comedy anymore, and they try and process what doing adult stuff means. Like they're probably gonna think that their uncle Tom is like doing some sort of weird eyes wide shut orgy bullshit over Zoom. <laughs> like they're gonna imagine their Uncle Tom pulling his pants down, pulling his cock out, and masturbating for everybody on Zoom. <laughs> and I don't want my niece and nephew to think that I opened for Louis C.K. Please, motherfucker. You wish, you wish somebody could think you could open for Louis C.K. You don't want your nieces and nephews to think you used to open up for Louis C.K. You fucking wish. You wish you could be in the same god on the same goddamn stage. You wish you could breathe the same air as Louis C.K. Well, I think what's really going on. Uh, you know what? I would pay money to see Louis C.K. pull his pants down and jack his dick before I would listen. Before I pay money to listen to Tom Myers tell one more fucking joke. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I've been moaning is I don't want his uh, I don't want his nieces and nephews uh, growing up thinking that he's actually funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want his nieces and nephews to grow up thinking he's a comedian. Yeah, or that's what a comedian actually is. Right. Yeah, I, that... I'd, I'd I'd rather they think that he does some kind of eyes wide shut shit. Yeah. No, you're the person who just tells stupid dick jokes. That's actually not a comedian. That's just the guy who is the same mental age as you that never grew out of twelve. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the annoying uncle. That's what he is. He says he has nieces and nephews that comes over and stays. First of all, I would never let any I would never let minors stay around this guy. He just he's just a creepy guy, especially those fucking googly eyes of his and that goddamn receding hairline. He just he just looks like a like a, I don't know. I don't even I'm not even gonna say it, but he just looks like somebody I wouldn't trust with small children. So I, I would never want them to stay over there in the first place. Second of all, he, he's the uncle that goes around and tells the stupid jokes that everybody's supposed to think and pretend is funny and laugh. <laughs> he really is. He's, he's that fucking guy in the family. Yeah. The, the, his family probably has to have some sort of prep. They're like, look, we, he's kind of, he's kind of slow and he thinks he's funny. Just, just laugh at him. He, he needs that. Well, affirmation. Listen, kids, he's, he's, he's an annoying bastard. I, I admit it, but it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Says dumb ass down. You know, it's Hanukkah. Let, let him come in. He's, he's a fucking moron. We all know he's a goddamn moron. You know, we know he's a schmuck. 
let him in. You know, he's doing what he can do. Feel pity for the man. But mom, he won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know, honey. Yeah, they think that the... Uh, I think the best thing is he says, like, they tell dick jokes and they think that uh, they think so, I'm weird. I'm some kind of weird erotic guy. And they don't realize it's comedy. And I'm like, no, it's probably that you're some sort of fucking creep. Actually. <laughs> it has nothing yeah, to do. With I, th I think they realize exactly what you are. Yeah. No, what you think that they perceive you as, that's actually what you are. What right. you think they perceive you as incorrectly. That's, that's actually what you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think that your entire family wishes they were deaf as soon as you walk in the door. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, when 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 they when they when the when they when it's time to hide the matzah for the kids to find the matzah, they, they just don't come back. Yeah, the thing they about go, they go and pretend to find to hunt for the matzah, but they just never come back. Yeah, your joke about Maryland drivers being <laughs> your, your joke about Maryland drivers being so bad that they just kill people indiscriminately. They wish that was true. <laughs> right. <laughs> their their hope is is that next next season they won't have to deal with you. <laughs> okay, next clip. Uh, I watched a lot of documentaries. I watched this one documentary about this octopus. I learned there's a species of octopus where the male, when he sees a female octopus that he likes, he'll rip his penis off and throw it at her to show that he likes her. I thought to myself, son of a bitch, why can't that octopus just be normal and send a dick pic? Notice how the laughs are kind of <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's, it's kind of funny how he tears his dick off and throws it. It's kind of if that's true, I don't know, but it's kind of funny. Jesus Christ, man! Jesus Christ, that's probably one of the jokes, jokes he tells to the kids. Right. Well, it's one of those things where. They're like laughing, but they're also trying to figure out what's happening. <laughs> it's confused. It's confused, uncomfortable laughter. Uh, I think that was a joke. I'm not sure. <laughs> Are we supposed to laugh? God damn! It doesn't even make any fucking sense. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The 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 uh, the octopus is ripping his dick off and throwing it at the female. And uh, there's so many people that know that that that's actually relevant and. Uh, He's out doing. He's out shining us. Yeah, this, the whole fucking joke doesn't make any goddamn sense, and it's just not funny. I wish he would rip his dick off. That's what I was. That's what I wish. That would be funny. I would pay to see that. Yeah. Once again, we kind of brought up the point a little bit earlier about uh, he brought up some crazy thing about having sex with dogs, and maybe he thinks that's actually like a real thing. So. Maybe he thinks that people having sex with octopus is a real thing, you know? Well, I don't know about that, but I know he's not funny. That was horrible. 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 Just goddamn, stop. Come on. Take sit, sit down. Maybe he maybe that's what it is. Maybe he just tries to tell jokes off the cuff. And he thinks that being spontaneous and and not having anything written down or or not practicing jokes or working out jokes. Maybe he talks about joke structure. Maybe he's not focusing on the funny part. And so maybe that's the fucking problem. He's trying to be too spontaneous. Sit down with some fellow comedians, hopefully comedians that are funnier than you are, and try to come up with some actually funny ideas. 
before you get out there and you tell these goddamn brutal, painfully to, painful to listen to jokes. Yeah, though, I mean, if you're not funny, you're probably not going to be funny regardless. Right. Some people are just not funny. And that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I could be really funny at times, but could I stand up on a stage and tell jokes? I don't think I could. I think I would be, I think, I, I think at best I would be Jackie chair material. I would be good on something like, uh, you know, how Shuli is good on WATP. I think maybe something like that. But standing up and telling jokes on a stage, I, I could never do it in a million fucking years. I, I don't think. I mean, who the hell knows? I've never tried, but I, I seriously, seriously doubt it. Right. I can't imagine it. Okay, let's go to his next brilliant uh, comedy joke routine. I seriously love it. I love Amtrak. You know why? Because it's a quiet car. <clears throat> Someone wants to sit next to me and tell me their whole life story. I go, hey, Forrest Gump. Life is like a box of chocolates. I want to enjoy them in peace and quiet. So shut the fuck up. Okay, so he likes to ride on Amtrak on the train because they have a quiet car, which is true. They have a car that's designated for people that just want to be quiet and relax. And uh, he likes that because if somebody sits down next to him and wants to tell him their life story, he can say, uh, life is like a box of chocolates. I want to enjoy them quiet. What the fuck? That doesn't even make any goddamn sense. Right. Have you ever heard somebody that wants to enjoy eating chocolate quietly? Hold on a second. I'm having chocolate time. Can we yeah. discuss this after I eat this chocolate? What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? He just makes so many, like, I think they, like, view comedians where they can make, like, associations out of thin air, and it's funny, and then they try to replicate it. <laughs> it's just horrible. You know? He's like, oh, well, you want to talk to me on a life too long on a quiet thing? Shut the fuck up, because I want to eat my chocolates in peace. Or chocolate in peace. Or whatever. Yeah. That's also, another thing is, uh, do you? I think if there's going to be an obnoxious person on a quiet part of an Amtrak, I think it's probably going to be a guy like that. You yeah, know? it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Tom Myers. He's gonna be the fucking guy that can't shut the fuck up, standing there, sitting there, try, trying to work out his lame ass material on you while you're trying to relax. Yeah, the guy who's like uh, constantly searching, uh, desperate for affirmation for his shitty jokes. I think that's going to be the one that's a, just going to be an asshole on Amtrak. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's the jackass that the quiet car is made for. To get away from him, not not for him, but to get away from him. Right, he's the one that would be told to shut the fuck up. Right, not that it would do any good. Okay, next clip. Uh, the big uh, boy, I uh, I got the vaccine. Uh, the big uh, vaccination site near here, obviously, is Tennessee Bank Stadium. And it's nice because it's the first time in a long time that the parking lot at Oriole Park at Camden Yards has been full during baseball season. <laughs> it's also a great place to put it because they can check to see if the COVID vaccine causes autism by looking at how many people go straight to the B&O Railroad Museum. <laughs> Okay, so that the audio was kind of bad on that one. What he said was, is uh, is that uh, the, I guess the local stadium, it, it's a good place to put it because that's the only time that the the parking lots filled up for the local team. I'm not even sure what team he was talking about. I think it was baseball. 
What's that? Orioles. Was the Orioles? Okay, so I, that's what I thought it was. So he's saying that that's the first time, you know, the, at least the, the parking lot's filled up because they're, they're giving the vaccines away at the, that parking lot. And that's the first time it's ever been filled up. Then he says you can also check for autism by seeing who goes to the, the local uh, train museum, the B&O, you know, Baltimore, Ohio uh, train museum there. Okay. I mean, okay. Sure. I, I will, why not? I will say his like little train joke. Maybe that's the one where maybe somewhat remotely funny. I don't know. Mm. You know. Well, I'm I'm, I'm saying remotely. <laughs> I'm not saying it's actually funny. Pretty pretty fucking remote. Yeah. So yeah, the audio was a little bit bad on that one, but but yeah, that's that's essentially the joke. And and uh, for those of you that couldn't quite make it out, just you're not missing anything. Yeah, consider yourself lucky. Right. Consider yourself lucky. They make these announcements and everything will stop. They say, we don't have a lot of options for your travel, so we thank you for choosing Amtrak for your rail travel. Like, what were my fucking options? There's no Jim's train trip. That, that doesn't exist. There's no Hank's railway journeys, hair and nail salon, and used cars. No, Amtrak is the only option for my rail travel. But uh, Amtrak, they advertise they have Wi-Fi, and they actually have Wi-Fi, not like Megabus. You ever try and ask for Wi-Fi on a Megabus? The driver will just be like, we don't have it. Okay, so it'll, it'll continue a little bit here. But, uh, yeah, so... So that was the joke that uh, thank you for choosing. I, I, I'm fairly certain that when Amtrak says thank you for choosing us, they mean thank you for choosing us instead of, you know, uh, taking a bus or instead of taking the, a plane or instead of driving, you're, you're riding on our, our, our train. I'm pretty sure that's what they mean. Well, it's probably the case, too, that uh, like he doesn't realize that he views it through his his life and that. Uh... There's not many people that are like in their mid to late thirties that don't have a car, you know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like he keeps, he's like a hair salon, a used car. And I'm like, you just got a car. I mean, it's like, there, there are lots of modes of transportation. It's just you that uh, thinks that the only mode of transport, the only like plausible mode of transportation is another train, you know? Well, he's just, he's just a fucking moron. He comes up with these stupid fucking jokes that, do, that absolutely make no sense. Um, Something about Wi-Fi on the train. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. We don't have that much left of him, so let's go ahead and go to the next clip where he, he I believe he's, he's still bitching about the Megabus. They make these announcements and everything will stop. They say, we don't have a lot of options for your travel, so we thank you for choosing Amtrak for your rail travel. Same clip. Like, what were my fucking options? Uh, but uh, Amtrak... They advertise they have Wi-Fi, and they actually have Wi-Fi, not like Megabus. You ever try and ask for Wi-Fi on a Megabus? The driver will just be like, we don't have it on the bus. We just have it in the office. Now set your skinny ass down. The fucking bus is moving. That's how they greet you when you get on the Megabus, by the way. It's like, okay, sir, but uh, all of your tattoos are misspelled, and uh, where are your pants? They're a little hard. Uh -huh. Where's your pants? Tattoos are misspelled. 
Jesus Christ. You can tell this goes back to like a weird, he's ultimately just kind of like projecting something about a psyche because I think he feels like he's genuinely better than everyone. You know, <laughs> that's really, that does really reflect his ego. He's like, oh, well, you tell me something that I don't like. Well, you're a moron. You know, Where, what's his, what does he do? He rides, apparently he rides uh, on, on uh, Amtrak. And he rides the fucking mega bus, which is like a really cheap bus service to different cities. Yeah. And he's I'm sure he has to travel all over the goddamn country to uh, or all over the area to to um, get people or at least at least get comedy clubs that, that aren't real familiar with him. So they'll and comedy clubs that let him in. And yeah. so the, he goes the cheapest route possible, which is mega bus. And, uh, you know, it's as cheap as you can possibly get. And so that's what he does, you know. He, he's he's uh, he's he's one step away from riding a goddamn boxcar with hobos, and uh, that's his jokes. Yeah. Well, he does. Fan- he does seem to really. We didn't play much of his, uh, well, really any of his podcasts, but he does seem to really fancy himself as intellectual. <laughs> that's probably the funniest part about him. He's kind of, you know, I. I guess he doesn't try to do stand-up comedy, but uh, another guy we've made fun of, but uh, he's kind of similar to Pat Voss in a lot of weird ways, you know? Yeah, like Pat, he, Pat, yeah, he is. Pat, Pat Voss is, is uh, he's got an, he's got a, he's, doesn't have shit going for him, but he has a really big ego. Yeah. Which I think, I, I believe Tom Myers, I don't know if he still works there, but I think his main job was just working, was just working at a gas station. And I think he lived with his, I think he still lives with his parents. And uh, obviously, both uh, both check boxes uh, as far as the things Pat Voss has done or does, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, if you're in your man, if you're in your late thirties, early forties, and you're living with your parents, something is not going right. <laughs> right, something has went amiss. Yeah, you ha- you need to reassess your life. But you know, he's if he's working at a gas station, you don't have much of a choice. But you know, I think part of it is, is that a lot of these people. They're determined that they're not. They don't suck. They don't. They're determined that they're funny. Just like Pat A. Johnson, he's the same guy. He's the same way. They're determined that they're funny. They're determined that they're talented, and so they forego trying to get a real job if they're capable of getting a real job. We don't even know that, but they forego even trying to get a real job. They work some half-ass job, if a job at all, while they uh, while they try to make something out of uh, out of out of a career that needs talent. When, when they when they have no talent right now some people are able to do it by hook or crook stuttering john stuttering john was able to do it because stuttering john was associated with the howard stern show and so he was able to really cash in on that shuli eager shuli eager is an absolute hack piece of shit comedian but he's he's as bad as stuttering john in a lot of ways but He's he was able to parlay his 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 uh, association with with the Howard Stern show, into giving himself a half-assed uh, career as a comedian. Um, but he's not a comedian. If, if if you watch his stuff, the only thing that he's got going for him is the Howard Stern show, and I would think that can't last forever. But maybe if, maybe he's you know what I would like I would like to think that Shuli Eager is a little smarter than Stuttering John. And so I would like to think that Shuli Eager, and he may get a divorce. He's married right now, but he may get a divorce. Stuttering John got a divorce. So, but I would like to think that uh, Shuli Eager is is you know socking away some cash, 
doing yeah. some investments, saving his money, not blowing it all, planning for the future. Right. Because one of the things that devastated Stern and John is he thought the money was never going to stop. So he pissed it away. He got divorced and he got, I'm sure he got screwed in the divorce when it came to money. And so now he's fucking broke. At least that's what I hear. I hear he's broke. He acts like he's broke. Um, and Shirley Eager could very well be in the same boat. So hopefully he's smart enough that he's planning for these these kind of eventualities in the future. I, I doubt it. I really doubt it. But maybe, yeah. maybe he's smart. He's definitely. He's. I think he's a little smarter than Stuttering John. So maybe. Well, I think it's. You just. I just thought of this. That I think Shirley is another one where. They didn't even like try in life to do anything. I think Shirley literally said his job until up till his, until his late twenties was literally just pushing. He was a guy at the at the airport that would like push people in wheelchairs. You yeah. know, which, that was his, that was his big career move. Yeah, which every time I'm at an airport, the only people I ever see doing that they tend to be like guys in their early twenties. You know, which he did that until like his late twenties, and I mean he was lucky enough to get on Stern, but. If he didn't get on Stern, there's probably a decent chance he would still be doing something like he, that. He know? would still be doing something like pushing people at the airport. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess uh, he just got incredibly lucky. But yeah, the, I think a lot of these people where they they think that comedy's just going to pan out for them, so they can just work some dipshit half-ass job or dipshit job and half-ass it, you know? Yeah, while well, they make their dream come true. Well, I hate to tell you this, guys, but your dream is every, everybody else's nightmare, right? Having to hear your stupid fucking lame comedy. And, uh, you know, eventually, I think, I personally think that unless Shuley's plotting planning for the future, I think Shuley is going to be stuttering John by the time he's stuttering John's age. Yeah, there's a good chance of that. Uh, how many marriages end in divorce? <laughs> I guess half. You got some jackass, you know, Trying to be a comedian and thinking he's slick. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine living with that fucking moron? Well, they make fun of they make fun of Stuttering John for the way he talks about his wife, but uh, I'm like, or his I guess his ex wife, but like, surely, surely incorporates her into a bit into his act into his act, saying stuff like, "Oh, she used to blow me, and now she doesn't," you know. I'm like, right. he does like khaki jokes about the her her kids. Uh, uh, Wanting to do commit, wanting to do jokes and cursing. I mean, <laughs> I don't think it would be. I mean, I guess it's paying bills, but I mean that's not fucking funny. I mean, if you were a wife and you had and your your husband is bringing up unfunny jokes about you and your family, or I guess your kids. Yeah, what's going to happen is is that she just like Stuttering John, just like with Jackie Martling, uh, even just like with Artie Lang. The people, the women in their lives are going to eventually get tired of them being fucking assholes, being alcoholics, being drug addicts, being jerk offs that constantly humiliate them and their family. And, you know, always being running around all over the place and not being stable. And they're going to they're going to kick them to the curb. Right. So I, I think there's a good chance that Shuli is going to be. Some version of Stuttering John by the time Shuley is Stuttering John's age. I, re I really do believe that. That's not me being mean. It's not me. I don't hope it. I just think there's a good chance of it. Yeah, I mean, kind of my main take on is, uh, I don't think, I guess Shuley like smokes pots and I guess he was a cigarette smoker for a while. I don't know if he smokes cigarettes anymore, but uh, I think part of Stuttering or a big part of Stuttering John's problem is just that, uh, I mean, he's, he seems to be a pretty full-blown alcoholic, but uh, I'm 
my main, I guess, I guess the kind of gripe we made, or my main gripe with him is that he really only seems to have any success just because he's a novelty from being on Howard Stern, you know? Right. And it's If you look at what he's doing now, his Uncle Rico show, where he's seeing like an influx in patrons, patrons, or Patreon supporters, it's not even really due to him being, or it's really not even due to him being that good at it. It's just the fact that uh, he was once on Howard Stern and therefore he knew Stuttering John. So Stuttering John just reciprocated immediately and that made it exponentially more funny, you know, to a lot of well, people. Well, you know, you know what it is? He's got, he's got two ends. His first, his first leg up was becoming a, a producer on the Howard Stern show. And a lot of that was simply being a whack pack wrangler. Right. Who the fuck wants to be a whack pack wrangler? Who, who wants to? Who wants their first job to be seeing how much high pitch Eric can take a shit in a twenty four or what was it forty hour forty eight hour period whatever? That that's your job. That's what you're going to have take pride in. That's what you consider uh, making history. I mean, you did it for fifteen years, okay, and now you went on to a stand up comedy career, you know, such as it is, uh, and you you parlayed your Howard Stern association into people tolerating you and giving you the benefit of the doubt so that you could become a, a stand-up comedian again to the extent that you're a stand-up comedian so then a lot of people hated you even even in, in the last episode that i listened to of watp when uh when carl was bitching about uh was it chad uh, zumach is that what his name is yeah when, when when carl was bitching about chad zumach he would, the, he said, "Hey, you know, Chad Zumach. He could have came on. He could have. We could have goofed on people. Uh, he could have improved his uh, the way people look at him uh, and how they take him. A lot of people hated Shuley, but now they've they you know a lot of people have turned around on Shuley and not not hate him so much. So even Carl uh, from WATP knows that there's a huge group of people out there that absolutely hate Shuley. I don't absolutely hate Shuley. I just don't think he's funny." I just think he's a fucking hack. I don't hate the guy. Um, well, one of the but, things. But well, hold on a second. So, so first he he parlayed his his affiliation with with Howard Stern into a, a you know a, a stand up comedy career, and I'm sure he did appearances. I'm surely from the Howard Stern show. Then you know people hated the guy because his stand up comedy is just pure shit, and then he got on with WATP. Uh, with the who are these podcasts with Carl, and and that's also parlayed people into some interest of him, you know. And that's why he does the the Uncle Rico show now. Yeah, I, I was going to say that one of the one of the interesting things I found is that uh, we both concurred that uh, we thought, or both converged that we thought he was funny. We both thought he was pretty good on the Howard Stern show. I can't remember that many bad moments of him. I didn't. Think I, he... I, you know, to be honest with you, I and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I barely remember Shuley being on the Howard Stern show. Well, yeah, I was going to say, well, I guess in my case at least, I guess you didn't really remember him, but I always thought he was funny at what he did, and uh, I yeah. guess a lot of people seem to think he was annoying. But people posted the, I guess they posted the the podcast we did of Shuley and different Reddit feeds. I guess particularly. Dabblers Anonymous and the Who Are These Podcasts, those are the only ones I'm aware, aware of uh, in regards to uh, ones associated with WATP or the big ones. And a lot of people basically thought that uh, Shuley's stand-up is absolute dog shit, but he's kind of funny at making fun of John, so we tolerate him. And a lot of people just outright said he was fucking terrible on Stern just reading those kind of chats, and I'm like, 
Yeah, you know, I think we kind of shitted on him, but I think in a weird way we have more of a, a kind of rosy opinion on him than probably a lot of uh, WATP fans. You know? Yeah, a lot of WATP fans hate the guy. I yeah. absolutely fucking hate him. I don't absolutely hate him. I really don't. I keep saying it over and over again. I don't hate WATP. I love WATP. I love Carl. I think he's great. I think WATP and Carl are hilarious. Uh, I wish that I wish that they would bring back uh, Kevin, the co- the the co-founder of WATP. I wish they would bring him back because he was really funny and he was great at uh, all the voices he did, Cobra Commander and and all the different various voices. I thought he was excellent. That's a shame he left the show, and it's same shame he only comes back every once in a while. And I, I don't even know how often he comes back now. So I I love the show. I don't hate I don't hate uh, Shuli. Shuli is just not funny. He's just not fucking funny. He's just not. Yeah, well, at the very least, at a stand up as a stand up, he's not funny. Right, right. He's good. At, he's good at as. And I thought Artie Lang was a shit stand up comedian. I know a lot of people would be really upset to hear me say that, but I thought Artie Lang was a complete shit stand up comedian. But he was great in the Jackie Chair. He and even Carl admits he was shitty, as as a, when he had his own podcast. That that the. the that uh, Artie Lang was shitty at his own podcast. But again, he was great at the Artie. He was great in the Jackie chair. Being the second banana on a show is suited for Artie Lang. Being the second banana on a show apparently is suited for uh, Shuli Eager. And if he would embrace that, I think he would be much better off. I don't think his ego would let him. And I, I don't know if that's an option as far as him being on permanently on, on uh, WATP, but it's definitely something he should look into. Yeah. I think, I think I should say that uh, looking at this. Okay. So we have Tom Meyer serving John and uh, Shuli, which I mean, at least in our opinion, they both have a lot in common, but the only difference in the difference between Shuli and the rest of them is that uh, Shuli, Shuli is, uh, Shuli's not made fun of by a WATP, whereas uh, Tom Myers and uh, Stuttering John are just, they just try to humiliate the shit out of them, you know? Right, right. Which fix- I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. But it's, once again, it's kind of this weird, I mean, it's, not, it's maybe perhaps a bit of an inconsistency in, in uh, Carl where, I mean, as you said, that uh, he's aware that people fucking hate uh, Shuli, and yet he doesn't, uh, he doesn't rag on the podcast, his podcast for sucking or the one he used to do, you know? Whereas he rags the sh- he rags on uh, Stuttering John and uh, Tom Myers' podcast. Well, let me give you another example of that, and I, we, you and I talked about this off air before, is that with Kaya, Kaya ha- has uh, that show called uh, the Official Podcast, and so quite some time ago, I think several years ago, he I think it was 2018. I could be wrong, so don't quote me on that. But I think it was 2018. Kaya and the rest of the rest of the guys, I think it was like, I think it's like five guys and they're, you know, different parts of the, you know, two in America, one in Australia. Uh, I think Kaya is in uh, Germany. He's originally from, uh, oh, uh, Turkey. And I forget where else. But anyway, there was like five guys. And so they had the official podcast. Uh, WTP reviewed the podcast and it was an absolute piece of shit podcast it was brutal it was fucking brutal so now you know after that um kaya became friends with carl came on as a guest and all this guest host and all this so you don't hear anything about that anymore you don't revisit the how shitty uh, the the podcast was so I, I thought to myself okay you know what let me give them the benefit of the doubt let me say that okay you know what 
So maybe, maybe. So I mean, Carl talks about how some podcasts actually improve. Some stand-up comedians improve uh, based on the criticism they get from WATP and Carl. So maybe that's the case with with Kaya and the official podcast. So I went back and listened listen to some recent uh, official podcast uh, episodes with Kaya. It's just as fucking bad as it was. If not worse, if that's possible. Back when back when they initially did the review of the podcast, it's just as fucking bad. And, and they even listed in the in the uh, they even explain in the description of the podcast what a bunch of fucking up fuck ups and retards they are. <laughs> they, they do. That's the craziest thing. Let me let me read this to you real quick. They actually admit that in the uh, in the podcast uh, description. So let's see the official podcast. Uh, there we go. Let me get into this real quick. Okay, the official podcast is where four... Okay, I guess it's four. I thought it was five. Four international man friends. Okay, I think that should probably be men friends or male friends, but okay. There's a number of foreigners. Uh, the official podcast is where four international man friends... Sounds a little gay. Uh, congregate to discuss just about everything. Featuring dumb questions, YouTube celebrities, childish giggling, burger puns, more dumb questions, fatherly advice, bad dating stories, even more dumb questions, and a slew of guest stars. The official podcast is a weekly show with a little something for everyone. So it's Jackson, Andrew, Charlie, and Kaya gather to talk about only the most important things in life every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. So they admit they suck. <laughs> they've embraced the suck uh, okay so i'll give them this you know what i'll give I'll, I'll give them this so one of the things that that uh <laughs> one of the things that carl's always saying is is that stuttering john should embrace the fact that he's he's a shit he's a shit comedian he's a shit broadcaster um he's horrible at podcasting and uh that he should just embrace it and that he would actually be more successful if he had just embraced it so, I, I mean, I guess I don't know what their description of their podcast was in the past, but maybe after this, maybe after they got reviewed by Carl and uh, WATP, maybe they maybe they changed it, you know, changed the description of the podcast. Yeah, because that's, that's very it's very accurate. Yeah, I would say kind of as an aside, I know what somebody brought this up on Twitter, but to, I they keep saying that John can monetize off of this, which I think is really far fetched. I mean, it, their their whole idea is that John's so stupid. John so stupid. John is just such a moronic person that he does just moronic things. And the problem is that is that the essence of being stupid is that you don't realize you're stupid. And it's supposed to be the case that he realizes he's stupid and then he stops doing and then he, but he keeps doing the stupid things that he was doing before. Yeah, you know? that's yeah, that's that's so convoluted. First of all, somebody like John, he's stupid, but he's not going to admit that he's stupid. First of all, he's not only is he not going to admit to you that he's stupid, he's not going to admit to himself that he's stupid because he doesn't think he is. He thinks he's clever. He thinks he's brilliant. He thinks he's talented. He thinks he's a wonderful broadcaster and podcaster. He thinks all these things. And, and so, and he's had quite a bit of success, uh, sex, success in getting uh, celebrities to come on his show because of his affiliation with the Howard Stern show. It gave him a little bit of a name, a little re name recognition. 
And so that just boosts his, you know, in his mind, he, oh, I was with the Howard Stern show. Then I worked for Jay Leno. And, you know, obviously I'm talented. And so he doesn't believe he's stupid. He doesn't believe he's a talentless fool. And he's never going to. And so to expect him to embrace the fact that he sucks and, and, and to keep doing the stuff that, I mean, first of all, then it would become manufactured. Let's say he was somehow he was able to do that. He was over able to say, hey, you know what? Maybe I am shitty. Maybe I am hacky. Uh, maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I am all the things that they say I am, or at least to a certain degree. And so I'm just going to, I'm just going to embrace it. Okay. So then for him to embrace it and become self-aware like that, that means he's got to go against his own nature and not stop doing the stupid shit. So then it becomes manufactured and it's not real anymore. And, and it's not, it wouldn't work. Well, it's also, it's also the case that uh, you wonder with trolls that the whole point, I mean, Carl is a troll, that the whole point is that you want to get under their skin and you want it to be the case that, uh, oh, well, he really feels this burn, you know, which the whole point is that uh, if it kind of what you're talking about where it just becomes contrived and it's not as serious anymore or or just it, what, what they're saying doesn't bother them, then that shows that what you're doing is a dud, you know. It shows that right. you're not actively, effectively doing what you're what you think you're doing. You're just actually being played, you know. Which all I, the funny stuff that they're doing with teasing him and getting his reaction, that would all be over with. Yeah. There's no way for him to become self-aware and embrace what he's doing and still continue to do it in a in a funny fashion that was sincere and legitimate, that would allow you to continue to make fun of him. It just would not happen. It wouldn't work. Yeah. Well, so some... This whole idea that he needs to embrace it and he can make tons of money and and all that. It just, it just you, you, I mean, where's your head at? It just wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't work that way. It's not realistic. The closest thing I could see is that uh, he gets back on with like a Howard Stern show where it's kind of the same thing where he's good at just fucking with people in the street, but he'll ultimately in, uh, invariably screw up so much stuff that Howard Stern can make fun of him for it, you know? And he's kind of a good, uh, a lot of stuff will just emanate from him. Like that's as close as you can get. But as far as him doing on his own to where, he does the same stuff that he that he did because he was such a prideful person and just because I guess he was genuinely kind of stupid at things. But now he he's gonna do a one eighty and he's still gonna do the exact same things, but recognize that they were stupid. I mean nope. it, it just it just sounds so convoluted and so far fetched, which I understand they like to make the joke that uh, that uh, everyone's monetizing on him but uh, himself, but it's there's a reason for that and the, for you, for you to keep saying and or to kind of keep breaking over the coals and say oh it's so easy that you could also be make, making money off yourself that's just stupid you know the the minute and let's say in a, in a in a perfect world that he somehow wakes up tomorrow and he becomes self-aware that's the end of everything that's the end of him being a jackass on uh, on uh, his podcast that's the end of him reacting to Carl in an angry manner and, and towards Shuli that's the end of all the funny stuff. And so for all the people that say that he's being foolish not to capitalize on it, the minute he's smart enough and self-aware enough to capitalize on it, it's all over with. Right. It's all done. So I don't I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell they're really trying to expect. Yeah, well, it's also done for them too. You know. Yeah, it's yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, I'm saying it's done for everybody. Oh, right, right. Yeah, they can't make fun of him anymore because he's self-aware. Once he becomes self-aware, he's not going to continue to do the same stupid shit. And if he, even if he tries, it's going to be contrived. Right. So it's, it's just not going to work. Well, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I, maybe we're overthinking it, but my my point is, is that 
people, you're, you're the people out there that are saying this are as fucking dumb as Stuttering John is. And I'm sorry, Carl. I've heard you say it yourself, and I've heard other people on your show say it. Think it through, goddammit. I'm not, I'm not saying you have to be a rocket scientist. I'm not saying you're not funny. I'm not saying I don't enjoy you fucking with Stuttering John. But have some goddamn sense. Have some, you know, you you, you got to be somewhat logical. Right. And just keep on harping over and over and over again about how he needs to embrace how fucking stupid he is and make money off of it. I mean, you know, that's that's Tom Meyer's level of uh, rational thought. Right. Well, I guess the very you could give him some credit because he's at the very least conceded that uh, if Stuttering John just stops podcasting, he wouldn't be as popular. You know. Oh yeah, he'd be done. He wouldn't be done. I, I'm not going to say he would be done. But it would be a it would be a big it'd be about uh, twenty five thirty percent thirty maybe probably a third of his 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 uh, viewers would be out the fucking door. It might take a while to trickle down. It might it might even be the death of WATP because then he would have to really hammer harder on uh, oh uh, Opie. He'd have to hammer harder on uh, oh that one guy that calls him calls him Seamus or Patrick know. Michaels. I think is the main one. Yeah, whatever his name is. He'd have to hammer hard, harder on him. He'd have to, I mean, the, the people that he had left, he'd have to really hammer down on. Yeah. Uh, Tom Myers. I mean, I'm not saying he couldn't still limp along, but without Stuttering John, everybody wants to hear the Stuttering John stuff. The other stuff's funny too, don't get me wrong. But um, and I, I don't even think the Opie stuff is all that funny. But the, the other stuff is really funny, uh, especially with Tom Myers and and uh, and the fucking freak. Um Oh, uh, Seamus or whatever. The, those guys are funny, but and, and there's other other podcasts they can review like they did in the past. But once they lose Stuttering John, they're they're in, you know they're gonna they're gonna be in decline. Yeah, I, I should say kind of just recapping our I guess our kind of a tangent here. It's a the one thing I've I've kind of thought with Stuttering John. I kind of referenced it a bit with Shuli is that the reason why it's kind of funny is just because John's gonna reciprocate it, you know, and that's what kind of makes a why why WATP is particularly popular about at this and why Shuli is particularly popular at it, which mm. oh it sounded like you said mm. but no. uh, the, the problem with that is that uh, I mean once again that in, at least in Shuli's case that that just shows that uh, that really just 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 shows that uh, he's only has any sort of uh, popularity or any sort of salience for being on the Howard Stern show as evidenced by uh, he would prop likely wouldn't be reciprocating it if uh, Shirley was never on the Howard Stern show and never uh, interacted with him. But also I'd say back to the original point that uh, Shirley's the one that particularly made this. I'm not quite sure about Carl, but that uh, John's really only good at one thing and that's just being a bubbling buffoon or what have you, or just being unintentionally funny, which if it's the case that uh, the whole ship goes down once John, uh, if John quits or I don't know, something happens to him and he just can't do it anymore. then that shows that once again, that both of them are only funny at one thing. You know, or only really good at one thing, which yep. Carl maybe not quite as much because he is still pretty funny at other things. But surely, definitely, yeah, surely, definitely, Car Carl. Carl is good. I, 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 honest to God, I when I listened to the old episodes, I wish they would bring back Kevin. Uh, he was very, very funny. I loved his Cobra Commander. He did all sorts of voices. The guy was a, a brilliant comedian, in my opinion. Uh, so I wish they would bring him back uh, permanently. But you know, hey. It's not my call, obviously, and I'm just you know stating my opinion. So, um, but yeah, Tom Meyer's worst worst comedian in the world. 
worst comedian in the world. Although I had, I think he had some definitely some runners up there in, uh, on the uh, Zoom call. <laughs> and of course, there's Pat A. Johnson. He's pretty goddamn bad too. Right. So I, I don't know if you listen to this podcast at all, Pat A. Johnson, but it, uh, if you do, uh, I'd just like to throw your name in there every once in a while. You suck, buddy. You're horrible. Yeah, we need to we need to give some uh, props to our Pats, our Pat Voss and Pat. Pat Voss and Pat A. Johnson. Yeah. They suck, but different ways. Yeah. I would love it if if Pat Voss would become more popular and well known, like uh, Stuttering John. Oh. Oh hell yeah! We could. Uh, oh my god, good. we could we could make a career out of Pat Voss the way the way that Carl's made a career out of Sutter and John. Yeah, that would be our bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely would. He definitely would. There's no, there's no there's no fear of that because he has no connection to anybody that's of any uh, importance or note. But uh, if he did, oh my god, that would be sweet. Okay, that'd be I, our ticket. Yeah. Uh, I guess really quickly we did. There's one last clip we probably should play before we get leave. Okay, go ahead and play that last clip. You know, the Chinatown bus drivers are the only bus drivers who can make Maryland drivers go, Jesus, what fucking reference. <laughs> hey, a lot of people criticize them, but I love the idea of going from Baltimore to New York in 35 minutes. And you have not lived until you've been on a bus that's done cartwheels and gotten a perfect 10 from the judges afterwards. Oh, uh, uh, so again, the, sh- the audio was kind of shitty quality, but he was talking about Chinatown bus drivers and, uh, you know, how they drive fast and erratic and make the wheel. You have lived until you've done a cartwheel on a bus. And, yeah. maybe, and, then, maybe. and then the judges give you a score. <laughs> more stupid shit and maybe I shouldn't have played that last clip <laughs> yeah the, the audio was fucking horrible on that last clip oh yeah. well it is what it is again folks you're not missing anything <laughs> so yeah I mean I think we pretty much said everything we need to say on that um, the, the, the episodes we have coming up are, uh, are uh, talking about the second amendment gun ownership uh, the ability to carry we're also going to be talking about open carry, concealed carry, and what a lot of states are switching to, which is um, constitutional carry, which means virtually no requirements. The only requirements are is you can't be under like restriction, like you can't have a felony, um, you can't have certain violent crimes, um, things of that nature. But other than that, there's no restrictions. Um, you know, obviously that some states have some restrictions where you can't go into a, you can go to a restaurant that serves alcohol, but you can't go into a, 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 a liquor store. You can't go into a bar armed. So there's a few restrictions, but as far as just carrying a gun, you, you're welcome to carry a gun. You, you don't have to uh, even let police officers know you have a gun, but I don't want to, I don't want to get too deep into this before we do the, the episode. And the other one of course is going to be, uh, I hate Michael Rappaport, and I, I absolutely fucking hate Michael Rappaport. He's a piece of shit. He's a blowhard. He's a fool. He's a white Jewish guy that thinks he's black, and uh, he's just he's, he's he talks a lot of shit, really aloud, really obnoxious. Thinks he's funny, and he's a hundred percent wrong. So that being said, I think we've pretty much wrapped it up. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, I think we got it. All right, so. 
one last thing before you go to sleep tonight. Oh, oh yeah, you know what I forgot to say? We we drop a, if you like what we did today, we drop a podcast Monday through Friday. So in other words, Sunday morning into into Monday morning, uh after twelve or one AM Eastern Standard Time. And the last one is Thursday morning and I'm um, sorry, Thursday night into Friday morning. Uh, so after twelve oh one Eastern Standard Time, uh Friday morning in the middle of the night basically. And uh, they last anywhere from an hour to two hours to three hours, depending on the topic we're discussing, depending on the guests that we're interviewing. We do a lot of interviews. Uh, and uh, depending, you know, it depends on a lot of factors, how long it lasts and, and uh, you know, how, how long we can, how, how much we need to go into. So I'm also doing a, a bonus uh, episode on Saturdays, and I like to call that moronic roundtable discussions. And it's various things. It's people talking about flat earth. It's people talking about uh, alien abduction. It's people talking about, um, you know, hybrid uh, cyborg, half half robot, half uh, frog uh, killers that are, are killing insects so that they can ultimately kill us. And uh, just all, you know, people the, the, the government's trying to kill you through vaccines and just every crazy thing you could possibly think of. Uh, one upcoming one that I think a lot of people are going to be interested in listening to is a bunch of extremely racist black people talking about how the white devil runs the world. And as a white devil, I want to confirm that. It's very true. I, I shave my horns down so that people can't see. But uh, every once in a while, I forget. And people catch a glimpse. That and the tail. I have to tuck the tail down one of my pant legs. I just say I have a really big penis with a with a pointy head. But anyway, at any rate, that's it for that. And uh, so thank you. You know, it's free to subscribe. Please listen as much as possible. Uh, look back through our catalog. We've done a lot of episodes, even though we haven't been up long. We're, I think we're in the, what, the 60s or 70s uh, when it comes to episodes. So we really crank some episodes out. We try to crank out really high quality episodes and we interview really interesting guests. Uh, and we talk about really interesting topics. So that being said... Tonight, when you're laying in your bed, flat on your back, and you're in the dark staring up at the ceiling, and you're drifting off into sleep, I want you to repeat this mantra over and over and over again. Conservative atheist is always right. 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 And the next morning when you wake up, you're going to feel like a refreshed, renewed person. The sun's going to shine brighter. The air is going to feel crisper. The flowers are going to smell sweeter. The birds are going to sing your name. And all will be right with the world. And if it's not, as I always say, you're not listening to enough conservative atheist podcasts, so you got to get on the ball. All right, you knuckleheads. We'll talk to you another time.